Hey, how's it going everybody? Now, before I get started, you're probably wondering where Comic Project came from. See, originally this was a podcast called It Started on Yancey Street, where I would talk about the Fantastic Four at length, and I started to feel a little bit restricted, and I wanted more people who liked comics to enjoy a podcast about comics. So instead of having just one topic, I figured why not branch out? Why not cover all the other comics I'm reading? Because trust me, I'm reading a lot. And it's not just me. My two friends that I'm going to be doing this podcast with, all we do is talk about comics. We have a Discord, and in that Discord we have an entire channel dedicated to panels and pages and comics that we're freaking out about. So much so that we wanted to start a media platform called the Legion of Goons, which you'll probably see tagged here and there. Under this banner, we want to promote Comic Project. We want to talk about comics with other comic fans. We'll be having guests on the show. We're going to try to put as much content as out there as we can. And honestly, I just hope you guys enjoy it. So if you were listening for the Fantastic Four content, don't worry. There's still going to be plenty of it. But we're going to be covering Marvel, DC, con- or creator-owned content. We're going to be doing all of it. And if there's anything you guys want to listen to or have us review or have us talk about, feel free to reach out to us. On Instagram, we're Comic Project PC, and on Twitter as And without further ado, what better way to celebrate the rebranding and the new direction with a review uh, of a creator-owned comic, uh, Pulp, by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Now, we'll probably be doing a spoiler-free review today, but in the future, for anything that's already out in trade, it'll be more in-depth, and we'll leave the spoiler-free stuff to new comics. But sit tight. Let's go. You are now listening to Comic Project. You are now listening to Comic Project, hosted by the Legion of Goons. And for the record, I want to let you guys know that I made that theme song on the spot after I recorded that previous segment. So it'll do for now. <laughs> All right, so first up on the uh, on the roster for this new podcast format, we're going to talk about Pulp. It's an original graphic novel uh, printed by Image Comics, and it's by an award-winning creative team. It's Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips with colors from Jacob Phillips. Now, if you're not familiar with this duo, you have to understand that they are like titans in the game. They are undisputed, the best combo in anything crime fiction, noir, you name it. Now, this story takes us back to the year 1939 New York and introduces us to the central focus of our story, who's a gentleman named Max Winters. Uh, He's like an aging outlaw bandit turned pulp writer, uh, but he likes to sprinkle in pieces of his past into the stories that he writes, Uh, but he's kind of getting the short end of the stick from his publisher, and it's it's trying time for him. Meanwhile, uh, there's a giant Nazi influence spreading through New York, which gives you the sense of the time that this was written in and the whole like impending doom of the Nazis, it kind of helps like accentuate the theme of mortality throughout this story. So, uh, Max Winters, he's like I said, he's an aging outlaw, so he's kind of facing that like the end of the road essentially. So, he's he knows who he used to be, he sees what he's becoming, and he's just an old man at this point. Um, but it's incredible the way that Brubaker has a way of making you care like so deeply about these characters. 
uh, in such a short amount of time. Pulp is like a less than 200 pages. I don't know exactly how much, but it's it's a small original graphic novel. But in those in that small amount of time, it packs such an impactful story. We're right there with Max as he struggles to pick himself off the ground and trudge through rejection, hard times again and again and again. Now, to make matters even worse, Max Winters is now facing heart problems. And every time his chest tightens post-heart attack, it's, you can feel the tension growing in the story. You can feel the end drawing closer. And it's all, it's all very gloomy. Uh, most importantly throughout the story, Brubaker writes his classic internal monologues, which are like a steeple in the noir genre, crime genre. And as you're reading them, you start to really understand Max's motives. Uh, because you're essentially reading these thoughts as they unveil before him. Uh, now, once thought to be reformed, Max quickly realizes that old, old habits are hard to break. We all know that. Uh, and he's not, it's almost, it, it doesn't come to a surprise, it doesn't come as a surprise, I should say, when he realizes that there's an opportunity to use violence to solve his problems. And what are his problems? Poverty, the workplace, kind of, he doesn't want to leave his wife, he wants to leave his wife well off if, if he were to pass soon from a heart attack. And he just immediately reflects on what he knows best, and that's robbery. We get flashbacks to him as a bandit, robbing coaches, and so on and so forth. Now, seeing as Brubaker and Phillips are no strangers to altercations, the sparing violence used in the story is alarmingly impactful. Meaning, like, this gun, this, excuse me, this uh, this story isn't a shoot 'em up it's not filled with guns left and right. You have your flashbacks to when he was younger, but then any violence that happens throughout the story in Max's old age is like an exclamation in the realization of his own mortality and how fragile his life is. He's not the same young bandit he was. And I want to go ahead and touch on something else. So Sean Phillips and his son Jacob Phillips give us this harmonious combination of gritty Western art with like earthy colors, very sunburnt colors. Um, and it separates uh, the way Brubaker writes past and present tense in the writing. Meaning like the past is very bright with with vibrant reds when he's reminiscing on his outlaw days. They're warm colors blending uh, with loud accents for the people in the frame. But when we go back to the focus on older Max, the palette tends to relax slightly. And it allows for Sean Phillips to really flesh out New York and its citizens. Of those citizens is a former enemy of Max's who catches up with him, also in older age. And you start to see an unlikely union happen. You know, old enemies turned, I don't want to say friends, but they turned to accomplices. And it's a surprise to Max as well, but without going too too much into that, not all is as, as it seems, you know. And just like in the outlaw days, anything can turn on its head in the blink of an eye, which again, Phillips does a phenomenal job in these moments of painting simultaneously Max now and Max as a young gunslinger. And he was just that, a gunslinger. Overall, Brubaker and Phillips continue to be the household name for greedy noir stories and have somehow achieved the ability to reinvent themselves with a melancholier story that focuses more on the turmoil within rather than just like a shoot 'em up 
as uh, Max's editor for the pulp magazines would say. Now, it also like it makes you think, you know, to secure the thing that you believe in the most, would you go against the grain to face down all these forces working against you? Because, you know, after reading the story, you might reconsider that. And this this episode's going to be a short one because, like I said, I actually looked it up in, in between edits. It's like 70 pages. It's a 15-minute read, but you better believe that it's a 10 out of 10 story. And just like the back of the trade says, what do you do when you expected to die young but somehow didn't? And that concludes this episode. I highly suggest... You guys check out this crime western. It's, I was beside myself when I finished it. I had actually, it had taken me longer to read it. Like I put it off and I kept putting it off. And uh, a buddy who's also a member of this podcast, Stephen, was really, really into it. He, and he couldn't wait to talk about it with me. And we're going to be reviewing a, a bunch more from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips because I know they have a contract. Next up from them, you can look forward to an episode about Reckless, which is a story they put out. Uh, but again, I want to say thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, this is the last, the first and last rebranding this podcast will go through because I really feel strongly about this new approach I'm taking and or we're taking to the podcast. And I really look forward to see or to all that we can put out there for you. So if you liked it, feel free to reach out to us, like I said, uh, at Comic Project PC on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I We definitely want to hear your feedback. We want to know what you guys think, what we can change, uh, if the theme song was really that bad. Uh, uh, yeah, so I look forward to it, guys. Thank you very much, and have a good one.